expect there might be somewhat less demand uh, for that population than there would have been for the adult uh, population, Alan. Uh, nonetheless, uh, NIAC, as you put in your intro there, have recommended the vaccine to children, uh, particularly to children with uh, uh, severe underlying conditions, uh, immunocompromised children that would be very vulnerable to COVID. This would be children who might have heart conditions, chronic lung conditions, kidney disorders or uh, cancer patients. Uh, that, that's a small group of children. But then perhaps also um, children who might be living with vulnerable uh, adults or members of the community or regular contact with people who are vulnerable. So the advice and guidance is that uh, we should offer the vaccine to all the children between six months and four years. I'm sure, Michael, you know, as, as you're all too aware, there will be a certain percentage of parents who will perhaps be hesitant about getting their child vaccinated, particularly at that young age, between six months and four years. What, what would you say to those parents who may be uh, in two minds about getting their child vaccinated? Uh, well, it's always a parental decision whether to vaccinate the child or not. Uh, certainly, uh, the vaccines that are out there are uh, effective and are safe and licensed for use in children. Uh, I think what would be a priority for parents considering vaccination is to continue with the regular childhood vaccinations. Uh, they would take priority and those are administered in the GP surgeries. The vaccine we're talking about, the COVID vaccine for children, that will be administered in vaccine centres. It's not going to be offered from the GP service or indeed the pharmacy services. Um, it is a specific vaccine for children. Uh, it's the only vaccine that's licensed is the Pfizer-BioNTech product and it's a particular dose appropriate to that age group. And there are three doses of that vaccine. It's week one, week three, and then an eight-week interval. So at week 11, they're vaccinated again. Uh, I can well understand that parents might have a degree of hesitancy. In fact, the HSE have produced an excellent um, information uh, uh, leaflet, it's more, uh, there's 16 pages in this uh, for pa for parents and it really is very good uh, and that's available to download off the HSE website. It tends to address nearly every question that one might ask about vaccination and, uh, and it hopefully address many of the concerns that parents might have. Michael, how young do uh, children typically, what age range in terms of youngest are they, are they typically at when they get sick with COVID? Well, any age group can get sick with COVID and we're even three years on we're still learning about COVID uh, and uh, happily it's a minor illness for most children, the vast majority of children and indeed some children and indeed some adults have no symptoms at all. Uh, but some then can uh, become quite, quite sick. And to date, I understand, we've had up to 3,000 children in hospital admitted with uh, COVID. And interestingly, four out of five of those were children who were not immunocompromised, but some of them were quite sick indeed. So uh, there is a case to be made for the vaccine. In terms of the situation now, what are things like? I mean, if we look to December of last year and the start of this year, we saw a large peak. It, it, it appears to be falling now, but is COVID still widely circulating? Uh, COVID is still with us. Uh, it hasn't gone away. Uh, I think the 
numbers have certainly fallen back. Uh, but now I would stress that I'm a GP. I'm not an expert in virology. But uh, COVID, uh, the COVID strain, the Omicron strain by January, there were over 650 different strains of that identified. And we still know that there's a lot of COVID in Asia. And the world is now a small place. So we probably will see further uh, waves of COVID. <clears throat> if we're lucky, uh, successive waves will be less virulent or less aggressive uh, but we can't we can't uh, rely on that uh, it's possible that we might have one that is not mild so the vaccine programs are in place for a very good reason have we reached the point now where covid will become like the flu where it'll be a seasonal thing you know we should always be wary of it but it's not i guess you know the the, 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 the big threat that it presented over the past number of years reasonable. I think we may well be living with uh, some some element of COVID into the foreseeable future. The coronavirus has been around for a long time and uh, so uh, I think the short answer to that is yes, we probably will have some element of COVID and we'll have to factor it into possibly future immunisation programmes and uh, both public awareness and healthcare professional awareness. 